I was always looking for things external to me to change for me to feel a response and notice, just notice that I was living in blaming those things external to me for how I was feeling. I want you to know that the most disempowering thing you can do is to live in blame. Are you sick and tired of your life and relationships being so difficult, resulting in that endless frustrating cycle of directing, correcting, and ordering the people in it, ultimately draining you of your happiness? So how are people like you and I who care and are willing to invest in our relationships, people who are willing to take ownership of our behaviors and actions, how are we able to make the changes necessary to create intentional relationships? Well, that is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Lindsay K. Porter, and welcome to Enlightened Relationships. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Enlightened Relationships. I am excited to be with you for another episode. And this episode, we are going to talk about some extreme ownership. And this extreme ownership is going to be focused on your emotional well-being because I am a believer in taking personal responsibility, personal accountability in everything that we do. Because in the world we live in, we all play parts. There are aspects that we all play parts in. And the only thing we can control in this life is us. And I don't know about you, but sometimes I have a hard time controlling me. And so I really think that there is great value when we can take on extreme ownership of what it is that we're experiencing and what it is that we're creating or co-creating with those that we live with and are part of our world. Okay, so this week we are going to talk about emotional well-being in the aspect of extreme ownership. So before we dive into this, we really need to understand what your emotional set point is. You may have heard me talk about this, but I am going to explain it again to you today. Your emotional set point is the emotion that you practice and are habitually using day in and day out. It is your go-to emotion. When something is that you've experienced, when you've experienced something, it is the emotion that is quick to activate. And for full disclosure, I'm going to tell you what my emotional set point was for many, many years. And that was anger. Anger was my go-to emotion. It didn't matter what was going on in my external world. No matter what was going on, my initial response came from that of anger. I lived in it. I showed up in it in my world. And this week, I really want you to take on being the observer of you and really discover what is your emotional set point. It's the emotional state in which, you know, you're showing up day to day. And 
taking on the ownership of how it plays in your day-to-day experience. So if you were like me or are like me and we're showing up in a lot of anger, that was your go-to emotion, then you might observe yourself with a short fuse, really quick to react with anger. Maybe it looks like there's more yelling in your home. Maybe it's more ordering or directing those that are in your home, you know, where you're really trying to get the people in your life to do what you need them to do or want them to do. That was me. I showed up in anger often and it looked like that in my world. Maybe you might be a little bit of the opposite of me where maybe you withdraw or disconnect from those around you. Maybe you have this thought of, you know, they don't listen, so why bother? So we're just going to disconnect and not enjoy living our life fully and be withdrawn from those people around us and live in the stories of our mind. Here's the other thing. It is so important as you are observing your emotional state, the emotions that you're quick to respond with that you look at when you're taking action or inaction from those emotions. Just notice how some of that makes you feel. If you're like me and you're showing up with anger, sometimes this looked like for me when I would take action from that emotion of anger, it would look like, why did I do that? I know better. I know I should show up with more patience, more love, more understanding. It would look like some of the thoughts of, I'm just the worst mother, the worst wife there is. I would have that negative chatter going on in my inner world. And that never felt good. Part of this extreme ownership is owning this truth. And it is nothing external to you, nothing external to you creates your internal emotional response. Nothing. It is all you. You create the internal emotional response. It is based on what you think about it. It's the meaning you give it. It's the belief that's triggered within you. All of it is what you create. So Own what you're creating and stop blaming those around you for how you feel. I used to have these thoughts of, well, if my husband was home more, I would feel happier. If my kids would be more obedient or if they would be more well-behaved, I could be happy. If I didn't have the stresses of work and the projects and the deadlines and the pressure of financially providing for my family, then I could feel happy. I was always looking for things external to me to change for me to feel a response and notice, just notice that I was living in blaming those things external to me for how I was feeling. I want you to know that the most disempowering thing you can do is to live in blame. Because when you blame someone else for the experience that you're having, you are literally giving all of your power to the person you're blaming, waiting for them to say, do, be, or show up differently. You're waiting for them to be different. And I don't know about you, but from my own personal experiences that I have had, 
when I'm living in blame, waiting for them to be different, I get stuck in my own misery, retelling my story of injustices or unfairnesses that I've experienced. And it doesn't make me feel any better, which is why I stay stuck in my own misery. I am onto myself when it comes to blame. And I have done the work around this where blame is no longer my go-to response. And even if my emotional state's down and blame starts sneaking in, I'm quick to identify it and to make the shifts I need so I can experience the way the world I want to experience. So extreme ownership of your emotional state is key. And I'm going to give you a few things here that you can do to really own that emotional response, that emotional state that you're experiencing. And that is the first thing you have to do is identify the emotion that you're experiencing. What is the go-to emotion? Where is your emotional set point with the emotions that you experience? Identify that emotion. Okay. And then ask yourself, is it serving you? Are you showing up the way you want to with the people you love, with the people you want to create these amazing relationships with? If your answer is yes, then keep doing the thing that you're doing. If you're like me and the answer is no, then this is your next thing to do. And that is be the observer of your mind. What is the thought, the belief, the story that your brain continues to offer? Just notice some of the shoulds and the shouldn'ts that your brain offers. Some of these thoughts and beliefs. I have accepted the fact, and I, I'm going to share this quote with you, that when I'm resisting what is, the things that are going on in my world, when I'm living in resistance to that, I experience more suffering. And this is why I love this quote by Byron Katie. And that is, when you argue with reality, you lose, but only 100% of the time. The more we live in resistance to what is, the more suffering we create. And I want you guys to all know that that is optional. It's optional. You don't have to stay in that place. And this is why taking on this extreme ownership of your emotional well-being is critically important. So notice, be the observer of your mind and just notice the thoughts, the story that you continue to go to that's quickly offered to you, and then decide what you want to think or believe instead. Okay. And this is the thing I go to. It's reaching for that better feeling thought. And you will notice these shifts of emotional improvement that you start to experience. How I go into that better feeling thought is what if I'm wrong about this? What if I'm wrong about the meaning I'm assigning? What if I'm wrong with the story that I keep holding on to? What if I'm wrong? If I was wrong, what else could it be? Or what else could this mean? And just start asking yourself this question because I promise your brain loves to answer questions. So use your brain to your benefit. Ask better quality questions so you can get better quality responses from it. So what if I'm wrong? What else could this mean? These are two questions I love asking myself because it allows me the space 
to look for the better feeling thought, look for the better feeling meaning, look for the better feeling story. So over the next couple of episodes, you guys, we are going to explore this extreme emotional ownership in the various roles that you may play in your life as as a wife, as a spouse, as a partner, as a parent, maybe even in the roles that you play in your extended families or in the work that you choose to do. But this is the focus we're going to look at for the next few episodes, okay? Taking on extreme emotional ownership of what it is you're creating. So I just want to share with you guys, by the time this episode gets published, there's only going to be 24 hours left of the opportunity for you to join the Enlightened Relationship Academy. It is my group coaching program. It is a membership that you can join. And every month we're focused on a topic of improving our life experiences. And you get access to me to coach you to really examine what's going on, what it is that you're creating for yourself and to become the solution to your problems. It is a much better way to live your life when you are the solution to your problems and what you can do to really improve your life and relationships. So if you've been listening to this podcast for a while and you feel like you are ready to do this work with me, then I invite you to go out to the website. It's lindsaykporter.com forward slash E-R-A and join me. It's 24 hours left. So if this is speaking to you and you're ready to do this work, just go take a look and see if this is the time for you. Okay, you guys, I look forward to the next episode and I hope you have a fabulous week ahead. Who is your relationship coach? If you don't have one, I would be honored to be your coach. I created a virtual program called Enlightened Relationships Academy that I would like to invite you to join me in, where we address challenges, work on your goals, and together create the life and the relationships you desire. When you are ready to take what you are learning on this podcast to the next level, then come check out Enlightened Relationships Academy at lindsaykporter.com forward slash E-R-A.